How, uh, how's your Monday going, Josh? It's cold here in Lawrence, Kansas, and I, oh, uh, I don't care much for it. Oh, it's a beautiful day here in Peoria, Illinois. I mean, well, just every day is. Okay, um, fuck off. No, I got up uh, trying to get back into the office. It's kind of sleep schedule, so I like I woke up early, had extra time. Obviously, because I didn't have to do a commute, so I got a nice little early morning walk in with the dog. Okay, I went on a little mm-hmm. walk today too. Yeah, got had time when got some breakfast, some coffee. Yeah. Just a little coffee talk. A little coffee talk. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> um, it's May. Yeah, somehow <laughs> it's already showers. May. April showers bring May flowers. What do May flowers bring? Uh, June. Someone yeah, that, that, that in, Someone okay. didn't pay attention in history class. Uh, just let's just go. <laughs> Hello, I'm gonna, everyone. I'm going to go to like your old high school's like admin page and, and send that to your uh, U.S. history teacher and be like, hmm, hmm. didn't know you. Mayflowers brought pilgrims. Hmm. Joke's on you. I dropped out of high school. Um, hello, everyone. Welcome to the 29th episode of the Long Relief Podcast. I am your esteemed host, Jordan Wolf. That is my less esteemed co-host, Josh Ashelman. Still some esteemed, just not as much. Um... I'm going to get a, get a check mark on Twitter and all of a sudden you think you're better than people. It is Monday, May 2nd at 5.21 p.m. Central Standard slash possibly Daylight Time. I still don't know. We I said the same thing the other day, a few episodes ago. Um, I don't know if it's CST, CDT. Um, CST? What, what is CDT? CBT? Central, central Daylight Time. or central I've Standard never heard time. Central Daylight Time in my life, and I lived in central the Central Time Zone my entire life. If it's, let me just Google right now. What time is it? Uh, do you, how many people a what, day do you think Google what time is it? Because it's probably... What time is it right now.com? Yeah, we need it. Um, <laughs> it is 522 CDT. It's one of you suck my dick. What the hell is CDT? Central Daylight Time. And then when we roll the clocks back, it'll be CST for Standard Time. That's stupid. It's always just CST. No, it's not. It's objectively CDT right now. Oh, yeah. You're going to let big tech tell you what's true. Um, well, hey, we don't have to have this issue if the government passes that bill. That there you did. That kind of came and went. I mean, I'm there sure that it's just in the pipeline, but like. They already did. <laughs> but like, didn't it have to go to the Senate? No, it's like already a done thing. That's like, uh, like this year is like the last year we're ever going to be doing the clock thing. Really? I can't I wait so. for someone to run on bringing that back in like 2040 and they'll win. Um, I mean, if we spent all the daylight. We have to start <laughs> saving it again. Um, hold on, let me throw on do not disturb on my phone. Mr. Popular over there. Yeah. So, hey, you know, notifications, getting, you know. My phone's getting blown up. Um, Jordan has a snap score of 2 million. So look out, ladies. You know who else had their phone blown up recently? Uh, players selected in the NFL draft. Okay, that was bo- that was bad. Um, Even by our standards, that was bad. The NFL draft was this weekend. Um, if you if you didn't hear, and I watched the first round, um, and then I, ca- I I feel like that's the normal way to do it is to I watched the first round Thursday night. And then I watched like the very beginning of the second round. And then I just kind of like anybody who's still watching a draft on TV and it's like the sixth round, 
unless you're like doing it for like work for some reason like why are you why do you care that much about who the jaguars take at pick 197 um yeah like you don't even know who that person is most likely or it'll be like well and at that point even if you're watching for your favorite team like anytime the chiefs made a pick after like the third round they they like they picked a running back out of Rutgers in like the seventh round i think and i was like oh hell yeah i love that pick what (laughs) just because i don't know i mean it's fun um Especially if you're not doing it for work, like there's no consequences to be like, this guy's going to be a star. Yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting. Aiden Hutchinson went number two. Like what, what, what I say in the wee, wee days of this podcast that there might have been some uh, little backdoor tampering because, I mean, good story. Hometown kid. It is a good story. Home. Um, the Lions, like Lions need, some, need, need some positive press these days. Yeah. It's, Man Campbell, Aiden Hutchinson. I don't know. Uh, It just felt like it was so weird because the draft cycle normally it's either there's a clear cut number one or after like a little bit, it settles on a number one. And it felt like that's what it was going to be with Aiden Hutchinson. And then I feel like it wasn't until like the start of last week out of nowhere. Just people were like, oh, yeah, they're going to take Trio on Walker number one. It's like, what? Yeah. Like Aiden Hutchinson was like a minus 10,000 favorite like two months ago. Um. Derek Stingley Jr. went third. That's a surprise. Sauce Gardner went fourth, goaded. Um, they took him a little early. but And then Kayvon Thibodeau. What, it was, for a while, it was, is it going to be Hutchinson or Thibodeau? And then Thibodeau fell all the way to five. Um, that's kind of crazy to me. My, uh, We'll get into this more later, but from my limited knowledge of draft prospects, the Giants are probably my biggest winner of the draft because they got Kayvon Thibodeau, edge rusher out of Oregon, and Evan Neal, offensive tackle out of Alabama. And like two months ago, those guys were like in the mix for the number one pick. Yeah. And I don't know if they had a bad combine, a bad pro day or what, but like if you can get two guys in like January, if you told the Giants in like January or February, you guys are going to get Evan Neal and Kayvon Thibodeau, they'd be like, holy shit, what? You'd be like, what did we trade away to get that? <laughs> right. If we trade every player on the team to move up, and even then that probably wouldn't have been enough. Um, Iki Kamwu or Ekwan, I don't know. Another offensive lineman, Drake London, went eighth, which is interesting that he was the first offensive or the first receiver taken. Yeah, the receiver. I don't know the receiver. I don't understand what makes a good receiver anymore. Does anyone? Because I mean, the Chiefs, the Chiefs took some guys that I thought were going to go way higher than what they did. Uh, Sky Moore. They got Ross right from Clemson. Yeah, undrafted. He would have been a first round pick if he went out the year before. I know. So I'm just like, I don't understand how to evaluate. Justin Ross has like crazy injury stuff. That's true. That's why he fell so far. But yeah, I'm surprised no one took a flyer on him in the fifth or sixth round. Yeah, I was gonna say, what do you like? What? How? How valuable is like a seventh round pick? Just take him. Right. I mean, like, what are the odds? That, like, I mean, like, just thinking about like the Chiefs. Like, I couldn't like a seventh round pick like works unless it's like a kicker or like a specific guy that they. Punt God. Huh. Punt God. We'll get to Punt God. I could go for thirty minutes on Punt God. Um, like, I feel like a seventh round pick, like it only ever works out if they're, if like, they're not that good, but like you always hear, Oh, he's great on special teams. Yeah. You know, like a linebacker or a D back or like, I feel like a lot of times it's like the fifth or sixth receiver. It's like a white guy. And you're like, well, he doesn't do jack shit. And they're like, no, actually he's like the best special teamer in the league. Ben's Skoranek. That's what so they did had, for a while. With except him. he also sucks on special teams. Right. <laughs> they, they did that. Chiefs did that for a while with Garrett Dieter. 
Oh, that's a name. <laughs> well, he was not very good, but he, he had got into the name name a guy part of the podcast a little early. <laughs> he, yeah, he, he was not that good, uh, but he had two benefits to him in terms of his NFL stock. He was really good in special teams, and he was Patrick Mahomes' best friend. There you go. One more you need. <laughs> and Garrett Dieter was interesting, though, because I remembered him in college. He was at uh, – fuck, where was he at? He was at like a – I don't want to say it was like a small school, but like a mid-major, like Akron or something. Or a powerhouse um, like UC Chattanooga. You said it was Chattanooga? No, I'm saying or a powerhouse like UC oh. Chattanooga, the home of Cole Strange. Oh, that's true. Oh, it, uh, he started his career at SMU, but then he went to Bowling Green. And he was a baller at Bowling Green. So, but then as a senior, he transferred to Alabama. A little and, better. Well, he was like he didn't play a ton. I, I think he was just like the third or fourth receiver. But it's like it's always the it's like the age old question we ask it a lot with basketball. Would you rather be the you never pl- like rarely play at like a big school or be like a baller at uh, Bowling Green? Oh, for basketball, I'd rather be you know the guy. You know, true, true. But for football, I'd, I'd be like, you know, I'd like to keep my knees and my brain. I'll be a third option and get true. drafted still. Well, <laughs> and yeah, Dieter went, he, I think he got drafted. He made it in the NFL uh, versus if he had stayed at Bowling Green. And even if he continued to be a baller, it probably would have been tougher. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think he won a title with Alabama too. I don't remember what year it was. I already exited usually out easy of the, to guess that. I already exited out of the tab. Um, but there were four receivers that went within a span of five picks. Drake London to the Falcons. It's interesting. I knew that he was good, but I thought I didn't think Garrett Wilson, I had heard, was the best receiver. Jameson Williams is interesting because he it was the best receiver, probably going to be a top five, 10 pick, but he got hurt towards ACL or Achilles. I don't know. Chris Olave is just the fastest guy in the room. Um, and yeah, that's it. And then, well, a receiver from Penn State. Basically, I'm looking at this because the Chiefs came up at 21. And I watched the draft with a couple friends of the pod, Noah, Nick. And, um, well, and Nick showed up late, but we were sitting there watching for a while. And there were so many trades. And, like, five or six times in that, like, early teens range, it would be like, the Chargers have traded the pick or whatever. We're like, oh, shit, oh, shit, here we go. And then it flashed you, not the Chiefs. <laughs> um, and then just out of nowhere, randomly. And I was pissed because all these receivers were getting taken. And then it cuts to the Chiefs. We trade up for Trent McDuffie, a cornerback who, again, I'm not a talent evaluator. I'm not a scout. I don't know anything about half of these guys, if not more. Uh, but from everything I've seen, it basically says that Trent McDuffie should have gone like 12th. That's not bad. And he just fell because nobody was taking a cornerback. I don't know why. Why would why would the Chiefs need a receiver? Though? You guys have Juju, Marquez Valdez, Scanling, tight. Oh, wait. wait, am I forgetting? Steelers picked Kenny Pickett. What do you think about that? Uh, I was amazed that his hand didn't get crushed by Roger Goodell's very much more massive hands. Right. I'm surprised that he was even able to hold up the jersey. Yeah, I, I, I think it slipped. Oh, yeah? yeah? Or you think he had like a hook that he was like holding it up with or something? I think he had a command strip on his hand. Oh, okay. Did you see the video of that chick at the self-checkout at Walmart? She yeah, taped, she taped like uh, the barcode for like, I don't know, like a, a cherry or something like whatever the smallest possible thing you could buy. And she bought like five hundred dollars worth of groceries and it rang up as like t- ten bucks. She wasn't smooth with it, though. She was like trying to yeah. do like put the well, item. She, she like, blatantly put her hand. Yeah, well, you can't not 
could have been could have been uh, less obvious with it. Keep the scam going a little longer. Yeah, I'm always nervous. Rule one, nervous. rule one of the Long Relief podcast: If you see someone stealing food, no, you didn't. Right, co-signed. I'm always nervous at the self checkout that I'm gonna get yelled at for stealing food, and I don't steal the food. Like I'm up there and I'll be ringing stuff up and put it in. I'm always nervous that the person at the self checkout is going to come and be like, "You didn't scan that," or that I'm like going to accidentally forget to scan something and I'm going to walk out and it's going to boop boop boop. Although I've accidentally put stuff in my cart and walked out with it before. Yeah, and it never goes off. Yeah, I I feel like it only goes off if you paid for everything. Well, every time it goes off too, the workers always like, "Ah, it's broken. Just keep going." Yeah, yeah. Anytime I'm at a store, if it if it beeps on the way out, I, I stop. I don't even stop. Normally, I slow down. I just turn I, around and be like, I turn around, no look around. Nobody does anything for at least five or six seconds. And then one guy comes over and maybe glances at your receipt. There's no way he's cross-referencing everything. No. And then he's like, yeah, whatever, man. Yeah. So like, I, I'm going to start stealing like iPhones and, or something and just bring them in a cart full of groceries. My brother had an all-time bag fumble. He was at uh, Dick's and he was buying a couple things. But one, but the most expensive item, yeah, it was like a pair of boots. Uh, he saw the guy took off the security tag and didn't, but forgot to scan the boots and just put them in the bag. Mm. Rang, it rang up and he's like, all right, here's your total. My brother was like, nah, you forgot to scan the boots. Fumble. Guy Fumble didn't even give him a discount. What? Saved, saved his job and he didn't even give him a discount. You just full price. Fumbaruski, dude. That reminds like, me of a couldn't guy be I went me. to high school with who was telling a few of us once that he would, because someone was like complimenting his new shoes or something. And he said he would go to Kohl's try on a pair of shoes, put his old shoes back in the box, put the box on the rag, and then walk out. And boom, you got a new pair of sneakers. Um, kind of big brain, but... Not really. Uh, I mean, like, cause, like it, it would probably... It would only work once. Yeah. But, like, if you're in, like... I've always wondered, like, if I'm in, like, another city, like, I would, maybe not a city as big as Chicago, but, like, on any city that, like, I stopped on my way to or from back Chicago... That was a that did not make sense what I just said. So, no, um, Jordan, are you trying to tell me you stole something from my house? No, let me see I'm, your shoes that you're wearing right now. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, I have always wondered if I'm in a town like that, like you can easily probably just like shoplift or like commit yeah. some small crime and nothing will ever happen because you're never going to go back. Yeah, like I like I, we could have stopped like we stopped at like a Casey's or something, and I could have. Pocketed at gunpoint. I I could have pocketed like two or three candy bars. Nothing would have come from it. Did you ever steal as a kid? Yeah. 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 I stole I stole candy bars in the gas station. I stole candy bars and like stuff or like like and I would be like at the grocery with my mom. Oh no. We'd be like at the checkout and I would just like grab a thing of sour Skittles and just slip it up in my pocket. Or like the gas station was the ultimate move though, because nobody could see you walking around in there. Yeah. And anybody working at a gas station does not care. Does not going to stop the kid stealing a fucking York peppermint patty. Who cares? Although, did you see the police shot and killed someone and like hit like four other people? Yeah. Target because they got in a sh- and not in it. Not in it. I was going to say in a shootout. The no. the alleged shoplifters were not shooting back. They just started firing at people who stole a, like I think like a pre-cooked pizza. And like a few boxes of Pokemon cards. I hope they, I hope they did like those stupid drug bust photos with the pizza and the Pokemon cards afterwards. I hope they opened up the Pokemon cards and really fanned them out. 
They're like, like your honor, to be fair, there was a PSA 10 Charizard in, in the pack. Those, those drug bust photos are always the funniest because you can tell the cops are such dorks and stuff that like, there's always like one or two things in there that you just know was not part. Like you always see the post, like a, a bag of Ziplocs and it's like, yeah, because like, you know, drug dealers use a lot of Ziploc bags. Like that's a thing that if you, it's like, that's how you oh, get I mean, not that I would know. Well, no, but that, well, that's no, that's how like a lot of people get busted for like intent to sell. Is if yeah. like you get arrested with like weed in your car and you have Ziplocs and stuff like that's how uh, I can't remember who it was. Some rapper, I think, got arrested for intent to sell like a bunch. Maybe it was 03 Greedo because he's in jail for like 90 years. Hmm. Um, hopefully free Greedo. Um, but there will always be like a screwdriver or like there will be like a, a GameCube controller or something yeah. just in the middle of this picture of the huge drug bus with like. $39 laid out in 20s, 10s, 5s, and 1s, <laughs> and like the smallest amount of marijuana you've ever seen in your life. And then, and, this, and they'll just be like, We Fred, took this, we took this fentanyl off the, off the street. Yeah. <laughs> Sleep safe tonight, Hastings, Nebraska. <laughs> um, God, uh, NFL draft. Um, Trayvon Walker went number one, which is interesting because I remember him at Georgia, but I didn't think he was like a possible number one pick. I think that, you know, I mean, a lot of Georgia guys benefit from just the overall team defense being good. Yeah. Um, that's why that one linebacker fell so much. I didn't realize both Garrett Wilson. I mean, I did, but I never connected the dots. Two wide receivers from Ohio State went back to back, 10 and 11. Oh, yeah. That's pretty crazy. Well, their best, um, their best wide receiver is still there. Who? Um, he went. TJ Stroud. What? Nothing. I made a bad joke. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's the other guy's name? Jackson Smith and Jigba? Is he yeah. at Ohio State or am I tripping? Is he at like... Yep, yep. Nope. He, uh, let me see if he transferred. Well, no, I just remembered he had like nine touchdowns in that one game. Yeah, 347 yards. Yeah. Yeah, he's so he's so damn good. <laughs> Kyle Hamilton fell to 14. I don't like this. On the NFL.com draft tracker, It has he's a safety, Kyle Hamilton. The abbreviation for his position is SAF, That's not just amazing. S. Yeah. I always hate – never mind. I don't want to go off on a tangent like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. The first round, nothing else. I mean, Cole, yeah, Cole Strange was like the shocker pick of the first round, um, the funny video of Sean McVay. You I see that he, he called Cole Strange and Belichick to apologize. I was like – What'd you apologize for? I kind of zag on that because a lot of people were like, oh my God, like they were laughing at the Pats, like the, the, the idiots. I feel like, because like I saw a pick that, or I saw like a tweet that said like, after the pick, a bunch of like league executives said like, oh, like everybody loves that guy. Like they didn't expect him to go this early. I think part of the McVay video, like he was just like, honestly shocked that like he, I don't think he was like laughing saying that's a horrible pick. I think he was like, holy shit. Like they took him like so early, like, that's crazy. Yeah. Like we like he was a diamond in the rough and they took him too early or something. Like I don't think they I don't think he was outright making fun of the pick. When when I first saw the video, I was like, well, McVeigh's clearly drunk because he knows he doesn't have to work for two days. True. And he's just in a mansion on the company dime. Um when yeah, that's why he, I think he says in the video, and here we are thinking he'd fall all the way to 104, you know, kind right. of being like, Oh, like we know this guy is talent, but we thought like we we thought we were the ones that found yeah. him, you know. And they like were probably last he was like from UC Chattanooga to the league, you know, to the yeah. first round. Well, and he so. was probably like going to be like a third round pick or something. And they were like, man, I hope he falls all the way to 
yeah. Final Four, and they got taken early. I don't know. I mean, hey, I saw. So, like, I think he's old. I think he's like twenty four. Uh, yeah. but he's like just really good, and yeah, I, I guess lineman. Well, yeah, I guess like with O lineman, like if you the way to evaluate an O lineman, obviously you never really know one hundred percent for a bunch of reasons. Yeah, like if you hit all these like metrics in terms of like strength and like all these like drills and stuff that like numbers they judge you at the combine, and like as long as your footwork checks out and everything, like you're guaranteed to be good. Like I saw something that said Cole Strange is just guaranteed to be a very good guard for like ten years. Yeah, kind of like Panay Sewell, but Panay Sewell has the much more size and right. Like if you're like a good offensive offensive, like of all positions, offensive line, I feel like is probably it seems the easiest to predict. Because like as long as I mean it's it's very easy for something to go wrong because he could Cole Strange could be injury prone or he could, I don't know, have bad footwork or he could be lazy or whatever. But yeah, like if they think, I mean, if you can guarantee that Cole Strange is going to be a very good lineman for ten years, he's absolutely yeah, worth you that take first yeah. pick. Um, right after that, the Chiefs got George Karlaftis, edge rusher from Purdue. Josh, I don't know how much you are familiar with him. Oh, actually, but, not at all. But he is from Greece. Oh, and so I will be here henceforth from this moment on. I will be obnoxiously, exclusively referring to him as the Greek freak. No. Uh, what position? I, I'm, he's an edge rusher. For every sack this season, Jordan, or his career, will you commit for every sack you will go and eat at the Mad Greek in Lawrence, Kansas? I will eat, I will eat one euro. No. Per sack? Uh, if he gets over five sacks this season. Uh, I think in per sack, and also you have to get a, every, every fifth sack, you have to get an order of the tzatziki dip. I will take one bite of a euro for every sack he gets. And so at the end of the season, I will buy okay. a euro. No, and if he got four sacks. I'll take four good bites. If you, you buy the euro when he gets the first sack and I have to wait until the end of the year. No, you take a bite per sack. Oh, he doesn't get another sack to like week eight. Yeah. <laughs> or he gets like a, one more in week two. And I take the biggest bite you've ever seen in your life to try to get it all down. Um, let me see here. Try to find Malik Willis, third rounder to the Titans. I like the fit. Yeah, it, I don't. I didn't see the first round hype with him. I'm just shocked he didn't go because there were a lot of people saying like he's in the mix at number two. Obviously, he wasn't going to go. Hutchinson was there. People were saying Seattle at nine. People were saying a couple. Well, especially teams. once the Lions didn't take him at 32. There's no point. They're like, yeah, yeah. I thought I thought someone was going to trade up at the end of the first round to get him up. Oh, God, I just hiccuped. I really hope I don't have the hiccups right now. Kyle Hamilton, safety, fell to the Ravens at 14. That's crazy because much like those other two guys I mentioned earlier, a couple months ago, I saw him as like being like labeled as a potential like number two pick. Yeah. I'm uh, we can sit here and name guys that I don't know anything about, but I was Johnson was an edge rusher that fell a bunch and I wanted the Chiefs to get, but the Jets sniped him. I was surprised at the Hollywood Brown trade. Yeah, I feel like that didn't get discussed enough. Because, like, I feel like uh, kind of interesting here. I mean, he walked out on stage at the draft party at Arizona, yeah. and Lamar clearly did not know that he had been traded. Yeah. Little, what's going on there? Trouble in paradise. Um, no, the Ravens crushed the draft. Um, I'm guessing that, like, Lamar knew that, like, Hollywood is about to be traded, but, like, he didn't know it was going to happen, like, right then. I'm surprised. I'm, I'm, I'm just surprised, like, Hollywood didn't tell him. Yeah, true. Um, 
That was interesting because it ties into the news from today. I don't know if you saw it. DeAndre Hopkins suspended six games. Ooh, I did not see this. What happened? Violation of the whatever drug protocol. I don't know if it was PED. He's he's coming back from injury, isn't he? Maybe. I don't remember him doing a lot last year, so it makes sense if he got hurt. Yeah, so, okay. Okay, yeah, that doesn't tarnish his legacy or anything. No, but he, um, yeah, six games, PEDs. uh, So getting, Getting Hollywood Brown is a big deal. Because now they have him. They have um, fuck. What is the name of that young receiver they have? He was on my fantasy team, and he didn't turn out to be very good. Ah, uh, I don't remember his name. Rondale Moore. Who? Rondale Moore. Yeah, it was Rondale Moore. Um, AJ Green. They have the corpse of AJ Green. No, they do not. Oh, is he not? He was there last year. Um. Am I missing anybody else? I feel like they have one other decent receiver at least. Uh, they do not. <laughs> Who are their receivers? DeAndre Hopkins, Marquise Brown, Rondell Moore, Andy Isabella. Isabella's all right. Andre Baselia? No. Antoine Wesley and Greg Dorch is what okay. the well, initial clearly... is what pops up when you just Google Cardinals wide receivers. Huh. For some reason, um, I thought they had, I don't know. They anyway, do not have AJ Green. No. Well, anyway. Uh, adding Hollywood Brown is huge just in general, but also for those first six weeks, especially because Kyler Murray um, is only good in the first six weeks. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, Desmond Ritter, quarterback to the Atlanta Falcons. Guaranteeing a Super Bowl. That's that's tricky. Tricky, tricky scene for the third-round pick quarterback who probably will not start a game this year. No. To guarantee bringing a Super Bowl to the city as if he's the savior. <laughs> uh, he He's good. I like Desmond Ritter, but... His I record don't. in college was like 41-6 and six or something. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. He was also playing... I don't think it doesn't mean anything. But like, also look where he was playing. Hey, that's future Big 12 member Cincinnati. Oh, future Big 12 member. Okay. Yeah. They're not, in the They're not current. Not, dur- not like during the Desmond Ritter playing career. I'm looking at Desmond Ritter right now, and he has a big old A on his chest, not a big old XII. What? <laughs> Conference logo on his jersey. Oh, I guess it would have been more helpful if you could see the photo I'm seeing. Yeah. Um, Malik Willis, Tennessee. That's interesting. Um, Nicobe Dean fell to the Eagles. The Eagles were another team that I saw that cleaned up. Um, yeah, I'm scrolling through now this list. Oh, Matt Corral to the Panthers. That's interesting because the Panthers have Sam Darnold and PJ Walker, maybe. I don't know. But basically, Matt Corral, I mean, he's hurt, right? He tore his ACL in the bowl game or whatever. He's going to miss the beginning of the year, but I wouldn't be surprised. if and Matt Rule has nothing to lose. And so if he can roll Matt Corral out there for the last six weeks of the year, Matt Crow looks even remotely decent. I, we're going to see Matt Crow play some football this year, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, and also, Philly also traded for AJ Brown. Oh, shit. Yeah, they did. That was insane. Um, the Eagles, I think, were probably the biggest winners of the draft because they had a good draft, but also because they got AJ Brown during the draft. Yeah. I'm surprised Baker wasn't traded. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what Baker did to deserve this, but some just- speculation I saw. The Browns are are waiting to see if Watson's going to be suspended, because if Watson is suspended for like eight games or something, Baker Mayfield would hypothetically be the best backup quarterback on the market. 
you, you don't you don't give a guy that contract full guaranteed money if you're even worried about an inkling of suspension. Well, yeah, that's the rational way to do it, but this is an NFL team. And as we all know, NFL you teams do not only act rationally. It's not yeah, it's not like Watson's gonna have to sit for a whole year and then be a crybaby and get suspended for two years, rightfully so. Yeah. Um what else? Anything else on the draft here? I think I've covered everything I know. Um, hey, how do you guys get those first round picks? How do who? How do you get those first round picks? The Chiefs? Just like in general. How do teams get those? How oh I see what you're doing. Um they don't win Super Bowls. I keep I think we I think we keep missing meetings about how to get those. I think they I think the Rams are too concerned about winning the Super Bowl this last year. Um and if you do if you if you win the Super Bowl in 2022, you don't get to you don't get to have a, a play in the in the first round. Um, For like the next 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Um they can just trade Stafford or Cup or something. Um Well, was there any other NFL news? I mean DeAndre Hopkins was a big deal. I wrote that down. Um, let me just double check. I didn't have anything else. I like that when uh, I, I just Googled it real quick. Um, I like that this local news for what is this Greenville or yeah. Yeah, this local news. Uh... Oh, we got to talk about punk. Hold on, hold on. But let me finish your things. things. I like that this local news story put the headline of former Clemson wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins suspended. I was like, yeah, that's that's the most no- thing he's most notable for. Where is it from? I said Greenville. Oh, yeah. Well, that tracks. I know. Um, I was like, I feel like if you just say DeAndre Hopkins, people would know. People who care would know. <laughs> how the hell did Matt Areza, was he the third punter picked? Third? He was the third punter taken. He's punt god. He's punt god. He is the god of punting. It'd be like if they had a draft for rulers of the sea and Poseidon went third. It doesn't make any sense. I, I saw go with the lightning thief. I, I saw one report. Percy Jackson's got more potential. I saw a report that said Matt Areza, there were concerns that he punts the ball too far. And that if a team in the NFL is on like the 50 and they have to punt, like he's just going to send it sailing through the uprights, which, you know, that's actually why I didn't get drafted. I said I was running too fast, right. threw the ball too far. I threw it over yeah. the mountain. That's why I got cut from the baseball team is because I was hitting homers too far out of the stadium. Yeah, like they were the running budget. out of baseballs. Yeah. The baseball budget just would have been too much. Right. Um, Matt Areza got picked by the Bills, though, which that's dangerous. That's just awesome. Good because now play. anytime the Bills offense stalls out, they're just going to pin you on the one-yard line. So that's not good. Um, when the Bills, when the, the, Bills win the, the Manhattan. When, when the Bills win the Super Bowl this year and Matt Areza is the MVP, um, you'll see why. It's true. He's going to be the new uh, random white sports athlete of the year. Like a couple years ago, Tyler Hero, Evan McPherson. True. Now, true. fun God time. The uh, the Browns drafted a punter or a kicker, and then they cut their other kickers today. I saw, which is oh. interesting because normally mm-hmm. you think there'd be some kind of competition, but I guess this guy's money. He was at LSU. Um, if that's it for football, oh, the Chiefs got Sky Moore though, and I just wanted to brag about that a little bit. Oh, Dicker, the kicker, went to the Rams. Really? Yeah. Cameron Dicker, salute to him. Well, he's not going to make the team, is he? I don't know. I mean, I think it's kind of lingering on. Was he an undrafted free agent? Yeah. 
It kind of lingers oh. on uh, Matt Gay's like injury that he suffered in late in the season. Dub of the week goes to Kyron Johnson for being drafted from the University of Kansas. And the L of the week goes to the University of Texas for not having a single player drafted. How do you not have a single player hey, drafted? I feel like hey, Jordan, can, the can, bad you, can, you tell, can you tell the viewers what, what you're looking at right now? Those are some horns. Oh, and they're now they're down. Oh, shit. I'm getting fined. Ah, oh, God. <laughs> um, how do you not have – how do you – if you're a pro – I feel like KU, it's probably like every other year we have at least one guy drafted. No. No. I feel like every other year – Who didn't least, get drafted? What? Puka didn't get drafted. Yeah, no, that was last year and the year before. Uh, yeah, but that, that was the only drafted. prospect. Dorrance Armstrong. He did get drafted. I thought Dorrance he was Armstrong a, went third round. Daniel Wise, I think, went like sixth round. Yeah, maybe I'm thinking Daniel Wise. Fish Smithson a few years ago. There's a name. Yeah. Right? Uh, Montel Coza. Hey, he wasn't out of Kansas. He did not get drafted, and he also would have been drafted from Boise know? State. Well, I, I he know he got drafted, drafted out of Boise State, but I thought like he got picked as like a receiver and just didn't. Work. I don't know. Um, oh, like, who I feel like KU every other who year. Am I thinking least... of? Who am I thinking of? Who am I thinking of on the Commanders? Steven Sims. Yeah, the receiver. Yeah, punt returner. I feel like KU has at least one guy go drafted like every other year. But if you're as big as a program that is allegedly back, like Texas. Yeah, they had like the number six draft class, and number eight draft class. Now they're all the way down to, or, uh, now they're all the way down to like number twenty recruiting you know class. Why, you know why I think mm. Texas Conference of uh, Champions? Mm. You know why I think I figured this all out. Go ahead. Texas wasn't hydrated enough to have anybody drafted. That's a good point. Their cha- their hydration levels were not at champion. They were at selfish. They were you are a bad guy. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, well, I mean, if that's it for the NFL, we can get into our other topic today, which is the uh, cricket. Um, the Great corner, back with a vengeance. I have decided I'm going to try to get into Formula One. Yeah, it just seems like a lot. It does seem like a lot to wake up, like, on, like, a weekend morning and just, like, that's, like, NFL Sunday, essentially. I mean, yeah. I don't great. know. I'd, I'd very be like funny that I just player. described what it's like to be an NFL fan, and I said, yeah, that's too much. <laughs> Um, I, I don't know. I'd go to a race. I mean, I, I liked. I grew up on NASCAR and stuff like that. So I mean, I'm not opposed to it, but I feel like I missed the boat. Yeah. Well, the season's still young. I think there's like four races, and there's like yeah. Or something. Um. Oh, one more thing. The Chiefs signed Justin Ross. Did we mention that? Yes. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. I, a while ago. Well, I had it on my prep sheet here. Um. NBA playoffs, Josh. Are the Celtics frauds? Are we packing them up now, or do we, are, are we waiting a little bit? I think the Nets are actually just double frauds. Okay, yeah. That's what I've seen some people saying. And I saw the Celtics had, like, literally their worst game ever, shooting a ball. Well, that's the, well, the Bucks' game plan. They, ma- they made them shoot a franchise record number of threes because uh, the – Because they kicked the, them in the teeth. They went up by 30 with a minute in the game. Well, they actually kicked Robert Williams in the, in the dick. That's, um, oh, you're right. No, like I think there's three starters on the Bucks that are over six ten, and that's the hot, that's the tallest player on the Celtics. Who Bob really or Horford? Are, what? Bob Williams or Horford? Yeah, Horford might come off the bench. I, I mean, Giannis is realistically like seven one. Yeah, like they they're literally not going to be able to get anything inside. Rudy Gobert should go to the Celtics. That'd be cool. I mean, it wouldn't because well, I. Man. And he still goes to a team I hate. Right. Yeah, it'd be perfect. <laughs> Did you see um, that Gobert said that it? Uh, he said it's like a it's a him or me situation now with Donovan Mitchell. 
And he said that allegedly. Him. The answer is him. Allegedly, of course. He said that like uh, he's improved or stayed as the same, but Donovan has lost his burst and is regressing. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay, Rudy. That's like. Not even like, the greatest Rudy of all time in sports. That's like if Ed Helms was on the office and he's like, well, it's, well, it's, it's Jim or it's, it's Jim or me. <laughs> it's like, okay, we are going to take Jim. Um, I, I like know. that you didn't give him like Dwight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rudy. Yeah. Rudy is the Dwight. Um, Rudy's they the gotta, fucking... they gotta get rid of Rudy though. I don't know yeah. what to do. He's, his Rudy. contract is fucking insane. And he's also just not worth it. <laughs> trade Rudy, trade Boggy, trade Conley, trade everybody. That's not Donovan Mitchell and just get as much youth as you can. Although I don't know if Donovan's going to want to re- do a rebuild in Utah. Yeah, I wouldn't. If I were the GM of the Utah Jazz, I'd sell I would move the team to Kansas City. I'd, yeah. And then I would trade like both. To, I I would definitely trade everybody except Donovan, and I might even trade Donovan. Yeah, I probably would just blow it up. Hear me out. Hear me out. New idea. The Thunder should unload the clip to get Donovan Mitchell. That'd be cool. Trade like four firsts for him and SGA, Donovan, Dark. Um, I don't know, a couple other guys. Oh, Giddy. Uh, and then they like draft a center this year or something. I don't know. Yeah. The Thunder got to do something. I'm excited because I feel like they're kind of just waiting for like the next young superstar like Donovan Mitchell yeah. to request a trade. And they're just Bronny. Gonna... I mean, Donovan Mitchell's already had plenty of experience living in shitty town. Yeah. He could go live in Oklahoma City for another few years. <laughs> I can just imagine him in a Thunder uniform. Anyway, um, the playoffs, the Bucks. Beat the Celtics game one. What was the other game yesterday? Grizzlies, Warriors. Yeah, Warriors are going to win. I don't know. Maybe. Warriors are going to win that series. I think Maybe. Five. Maybe. We're, it's going to be a Warriors-Suns. That was West a fun Trump's game. Finals. I don't think the East is as decided because Embiid's going to maybe come back now. Well, he has to sit out tonight's game because of the concussion protocol. He's out game one and game two, I'm pretty sure. I don't think oh, I didn't know about game two. Uh, I don't even think he made the trip to Miami. Oh, wow. Because he has a concussion, uh, he can't fly. Why? Well, really you can't fly with a concussion. Can you? Not? I, I mean, know. he probably would live, but it would be a bad idea. I don't know. I've never had a concussion. <laughs> Neither have I. Um, I don't know. I'm could like sure though you because I don't remember who it was. Could have like sailed. I well, I don't remember who it was. Somebody once, some athlete had a concussion, or was in protocols or whatever, and like I think it was like during the playoffs, and they like drove. Yeah, it, it was. I don't know what the teams were, but it was basically like if it was like Warriors Lakers or something, and it was like they could or an Uber drive, then they, they could just drive like five hours. Um, concussion airplane. That sounds like the worst airline of all time. <laughs> Thank you for flying. Did you mean? Did you mean, did you mean Spirit Air? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this says. Uh, this says it's a bad idea. Um, <laughs> It just says bad idea. <laughs> yeah, I Googled it. There's not even links. It just says, bro. Just says, uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Getting a concussion seems like one of the worst things that could happen. Uh, like, just very easily to you, aside from, you know, something horrible. Because, like, it's very, it would be very easy. Like, I'm saying, obviously, besides, like. It's the worst thing that can happen to you, besides something bad. Well, I meant like it's like the worst thing that could easily happen to me, aside from me like standing up, slipping, and hitting my head and splitting it into two. Jordan, if you're if you're in the same room as a peanut, 
it's it, like a retcon five. So oh, I think that that's a much more that is liability. That is not true. Um, I just feel like it would be very easy for me to bang my head, like getting out of the shower tomorrow. And I've, I've probably had a concussion in my life. Do you not, you really think you've never had a concussion? Do you really believe that? Yeah, no, I'm just built. I'm just built different. Uh, how many, do you have cavities? Do you get cavities off? Yeah. I had, I had a bad, I had a bad dentist as a kid though. My first mm. dentist as a kid, like, no, like legitimately, like when we switched to our second dentist, uh, they were like, yeah, uh, those three cavities he said he filled didn't just straight up. Didn't do it. Uh, left like a, a tool thing in my mouth. Like we got him a strike on his record on like his professional medical <laughs> license because he fucked up my teeth so bad Jeez, as a kid. Man. So like, I, yeah, I, I, I was set up for failure my entire life. With my teeth. Yeah, it never once. That's why we need to get some damn sponsorships so I can get some damn veneers. It never once dawned on me the possibility of a bad dentist until right now. Because growing yeah. up, I've had the same dentist basically my whole life, and he's good enough. And so I've never really stopped to consider like, like if I moved to a new city, I would have to find a new dentist. Yeah, I, that would be uh, horrible. That would be horrible. <laughs> Especially since you're about to be not on your parents' insurance anymore. Dude, fuck off. You're gonna have to get. I, I'm in the same boat next, in the same month as you next year. <laughs> Yeah, but you got an extra like two weeks on me. You get you get into the end of the uh, end of the month. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh-huh, so we're tied. <laughs> you want to uh, get married and get like a joint insurance plan? No. Come on. No. We'll just we'll just add it to the company uh, to the benefits from the pod. Um, all right, that's our goal. We're gonna get the podcast so big that in a year we can afford uh, health insurance through the pod. Yeah, we're gonna long relief LLC. Right. Um, Question of the day: happened? Would you rather have dinner with Jay Z <laughs> or uh, what else happened? Ten billion dollars. <laughs> Harden's gonna have to lead the Sixers against the Heat. That seems like free money. Yep. Uh, what's the other? Phoenix. Who do they play? Dallas. That's interesting. That's a fun series. Right. Wouldn't Spratty. be shocked if the Mavericks could pull it off. Pull off a couple games. I I don't think it's unreasonable to say the Mavericks could win the series. I would. It's not unreasonable. I'd be it's stunned. Unlikely. It's unlikely. It'd be, it'd be a stunner. Stone Gold stunner. Um, is that all four? Do we do all four series? Uh, Let's we do series. Oh, Brooklyn. We talked about that. Or not Brooklyn, Boston. We already talked. So about who are that, your yeah. picks now? Who are your picks? Who are your picks for the four series? Uh, Bucks Heat. Suns, give me Warriors. the Grizzlies. I'm rocking really. With them. I'm staying with them. I'm staying with Ja. I'm rocking with the Warriors. Probably the Suns. I'll I'll say the Mavericks to be fun. Warriors, Mavericks, Bucks Heat. I think I agree with you. Bucks Heat. Um, yeah. I don't think Celtics are out of it. I don't think Sixers are out of it for that matter. Is Middleton but... coming back anytime Who? this playoff? Who? Middleton. I like think if they go deep out. enough. If, if, he, if they go deep enough, can he come back? I forget what his injury I is. I think he's out for this series, and after that, I think it's touch and go. I think they don't know. I think I saw, though, that like they are pretty they pretty much know he's out for this series. Maybe oh, just in, a, like, yeah, sprained MCL, so I'd say he's out for this series. But, Who knows like, I, but I saw like stuff that said like he might be back like by like, the conference finals or the finals. Yeah, who knows? Um, that would be yeah, huge. I Bucks mean, star to miss Celtics series. Yep. The Bucks are just good without him, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 
they're just a, they're just a good team, man. And I, yeah. I called it a few weeks ago. I said I think the Bucks are just going to win the title. I think they're just the same team as last year. Am I wrong? Like they haven't really at they like made like a couple moves. They lost Divincenzo. They lost Divincenzo, but they got um Ibaka. Yeah. Did you get anybody else? They maybe a small, maybe an ancillary piece here or there, but they and, base, and like Divincenzo wasn't that important. Like Pat Connaughton can play Divincenzo's minutes. Yeah. Like the Bucks are plenty good. And they have Grayson Allen now. They didn't have Grayson Allen last year. Yeah. I guess realistically, Grayson Allen has taken over. Even Chenzo's role. It would so be the, should the Bucks trade Giannis and build around Grayson Allen. I'm just telling you right now, if the Bucks make it to the finals, like that's going to be like Grayson Allen's going to be in the limelight. Like he's going to have like a hard foul in game one. It's going to be like give Grayson. me a bunch. You know, change my answer. Give me seven games of Grayson Allen and Draymond Green in a who can piss off the other one more fest. <laughs> a one-on-one game of full court. Yeah. <laughs> um Draymond Green getting injected was awesome. Yeah, it's just like is it was it a like was there intent? No. Like is that like your typical flagrant two? No. But was it a flagrant two? Yeah, kinda. Because he art he he fouled him and there was contact with the head, which is stupid, but it's a flagrant one. And then he followed through on the on just his hand got caught. I don't think he meant to just rip him to the ground. That's how it looked. That's how it, that's what happened. He kind of had to call it. Yeah. No. I mean. Yeah. Like you said, you have to call it. I don't think that was the intent. I think it was just the outcome, though. I don't love calling that though in the in the playoffs. I mean, it's game one, but I you think that, you think they call that in Golden State? No. There you go. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's over. I don't think any of these series are over, except for the Warriors, probably. You just said I don't think it's over. I was kidding because you picked the Grizzlies. I guess I kind of picked the Mavericks, but that was the only that's the only real series that we disagree on. I picked the Mavericks over the Suns to be fun, but um realistically, I see a Warriors Bucks finals, I think. That'd be fun. Can't wait for it to be Suns Heat. Um <laughs> It would be interesting to, for me to see what what do you think the reaction would be if the Warriors made it back to the finals? Do you think people would be rooting for them? Do you think people would be rooting against yeah. them? I think people would be rooting for them. Um, is, it the cool to, is it cool to like the Warriors again? I think so, yeah. I think well, what made them uncool was KD. What made them uncool? Well, and just the fact that they were winning. Even I feel like even before KD, it was like, oh, these guys are great. And like last year... They weren't really serious. They like they weren't like a threat. Yeah, they could win the title this year. Yeah, and I said it like what was that like a week ago, two weeks ago episode? If Steph Curry wins title this year, he's in the goat conversation. If he gets the Finals MVP, did I say that on the podcast or did I say that to you in person? I think you said it to me in person. So maybe I didn't say that on the podcast. But if Steph Curry wins another title this year with this team, I think he enters the GOAT conversation. I wouldn't put him as my GOAT. I wouldn't say that, but... I would put him in my top five pretty definitively. I wouldn't say that. I have a top... I have a pretty definitive top four. And so I'm waiting for someone to add his fifth spot. And then I can tell everybody that I have a top five. I'd say he makes top 15. Really, right now, I have him out Rushmore. He, top 15? He's top 10 easily. Mm. If he wins a title... I think, he border, I think he borders on top. I think he's definitely top 15 today. Yeah. And if he wins another title, 
I think if I, I were to up a couple spots in the top 15, <laughs> I think if he won another title this year, my most conservative action, I would have to at least put him at like seventh. I say that without really thinking about who would be above or below him, but okay. Michael Jordan, LeBron, Kareem. If that's your, if that's anything other than your top three, you're an idiot. Number four for me is Shaq. Number five, Magic Johnson. Number six, Larry Bird. I might put Steph Curry right next. Or Tim Duncan, seven. You're going to put Curry above like Kobe. Tim Duncan, seven. Bill Russell, eight. Well, Bill, Russell? Eight. Bill Russell? Bill nine. Russell at eight. No, Will Chamberlain at eight. And then Bill Russell at nine. And then number 10, I'm going to give it to... You still haven't said I'm like I'm going to give it to Kobe. And then number 11, I'm going to give it to Steph. But if Steph won another title. No. Did I forget anybody. Oscar Robertson's in the mix. Um, I feel like I got to be forgetting somebody. I don't know. Kevin Durant is probably top 20. Hakeem. Hakeem would be next, probably somewhere around there. I think if Giannis wins another title, he leapfrogs Curry. Yeah. Call me in five years. Because I'll have the two finals MVPs, the two finals, Listen, the two MVPs, the well, defensive player of the years. Let's talk about it. Could Giannis have a GOAT case by the end of his career? By the end of his career, absolutely. If he keeps up being very good, because I feel like he's gonna I feel like he's gonna have a good old man game. Yeah. He's gonna be 39 years old and he's still gonna be getting buckets. The only weaknesses in his game is jump Shoot. shot and free throws. Right. And so if oh, he no. Get, if he oh, no. Old, if when he's a little older and he loses a bit of his athleticism, if he can get even to be an average free throw shooter, yeah. Which it sounds like a tall order to do, Ben Simmons, but like when you're like if he's older and like he knows that that's how he has to commit his game and he could just he could just be a center, yeah, and just block a million shots, get a million rebounds, or just like rework his game like Brooke Lopez did. Well, how many points is he on pace for? Does he have the chance to possibly pass? Because LeBron's gonna get it. Harden is gonna end up being like third. Durant might be in the mix. Luca, when it's all said and done, just because he was so young. These guys now have such an advantage on that type of stuff because Kareem was like 22 when he came into the NBA. Half of these guys are like 18, 19. Yeah. Giannis says, how are you looking it up? He currently has 14,321 points. And what's the record? Uh, it is 38,387. So he is about 20. Yeah, well, I mean, is it are you counting playoffs and regular season? Just what is what does the leaderboard say right now? Who's the, the like people recognize the Kareem one? LeBron has the okay. if you include postseason. Well, who, who on the list you're looking at? Who's number one? Uh Kareem or LeBron? If you just Google NBA points record, it's Kareem. And he has how many? 38,387. So I'm I'm saying I don't know if that 14,000 I just read counts playoffs for Giannis. Um. Yeah. Was that off like his basketball reference page or whatever? It was just when you Google it. Um. Because LeBron is at two right now in just like the regular season points. Um. With oh, why am I? What is this? Honest in his career. Um, stop! I don't want playoff points. This set. Why is it not? Uh, LeBron's at two with thirty-seven thousand sixty-two because he passed. Uh, name redacted for three or for two this season. So then that's not including playoffs. And so Giannis is no. 24,000 back. 
Yes. And he has scored. For perspective, for, for perspective, Carmelo is currently number nine as the only other active player in the top 10. This season, Giannis scored 2,002 points. It looks like on average he scores about 1,800 points. And so if at his average pace he's playing at now, he would have to pay, play, oh, boy, 13 more seasons. And that's obviously going to fall off. Yeah, oh, boy, how old is he? 27? Uh, it's possible. If he has another couple of years where he plays at like a 2,000-point level. That's a tall ask. <laughs> so he's 27. And so if he has like another three or four years where he averages 30 points a game, you know, 2,000 points a year, as long as he doesn't get hurt, he could do it. He could do it. And I mean, he's, he might end up going down as like the greatest defensive player of all time. I don't know about that. He could. I am very shocked by this. There are eight players currently playing that uh, are in the top 10 for field goal percentage all time. Are they all big men? Yes. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Who, but like who? Eight, just eight active all at once. It's crazy. Read me the top 10. DeAndre Jordan, 67%. Is number one all time? Yes, for field goal percentage. I guess that makes sense because all of his points are dunks. Yes. Rudy Gobert at two with 65%. Jakob Pertl at three with 63%. Jared Allen. First two guys were all-stars at least. (laughs) Jared Allen at number four with 63%. All-time? Yes. Clinton Capella, 62%. Montrez Harrell, 62%. Is this all-time best in a single season? This is all-time career field goal percentage. That's insane that like Jared Allen and Jakob Pertl are on this list. Then you have Rashawn Holmes and DeAndre Ayton. Rashawn Holmes? 60.5%. Is in the top 10. All, who are the two retired players? Brandon Wright and Artis Gilmore. What but Artis Gilmore is tied with DeAndre Ayton. Brandon Wright? Yeah. Number seven, all time. B-R-A-N-D-A-N Wright. Yeah. Played for Dallas, some others. Sure. That blows my... So that's just a Mickey Mouse stat then. <laughs> If those guys are in the top 10, who cares? You are right now. I know. Never mind. You want to do three? You want to do three point percentage? Because there's three active active players. But is it weighted or is it like number one all time is Jeff Withy because he was one of one? It's weighted. Okay. (laughs) Three point percentage. There's three active players. Do you want want to guess them? In the top 10? Yes. Steph Curry. No. Three active players. Uh, Joe Ingles. No. You Joe, got Harris. Joe Harris is number three. Number three all time? Yes. Tied tied number three all time. What numbers are the other guys? Like what in the rankings? So Steve Kerr is number one with 45%. That's just your perspective. That makes sense. There's a tie for three with another active player. Another active guy? What, t- uh, what conference is he in? East. Is he good or is he old? Journeyman, good, kind of older, getting older. Um, Bogdanovich? Family name. Family name. Seth Curry. Seth Curry. That makes sense. Um, Seth Curry and Joe Harris both have 44% career. That's insane that those guys are tied. Number six six at 43.5%. If you get this in like three guesses, I'll be stunned. Okay, I get three guesses. Um, but you have to tell me what conference again. West. Okay. 
is it Will Barton? No. Damn it. Because I saw that he he became the all-time leader for the Nuggets in threes made. This is um, percentage, not made. Well, and I guessed Joe Ingles earlier, so that's not a guess, but it's not him, right? It's not Joe Ingles. Okay. Um, Absolutely, yes. Oh, boy. It's going to be somebody weird. Um, Are they good, or is it going to be like some scrub I've never heard of? Do I know them? Yeah. Um, Oh, boy. Who could this be? I'm really. I bet if you gave me a lot of time, I could figure it out. But that sounds bad. They should the be. Podcast. They should be on your mind from today, especially. Ben Mclemore. No. Uh, from today, especially, he's. Oh, DeAndre Hopkins. Um. God, I don't know. Uh, is this somebody in the playoffs that we were talking about? Uh, yep. I have one idea, but it's probably not him. Go for it. You'll ask us. Uh, I know, but I want to just double check. Um, is it anybody on the Suns? Is it anybody? They should be very fresh in your mind from today, especially. Fuck, why? Um, I don't, that bothers me that you're saying it. Like, is it Jakob Pertl? Um, no. I know, that's not my actual guess. But. No, shut up. No more. Don't, don't lead me too much. Um, fuck, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. Wrong. Desmond Bain. Damn it. He was the Pertle answer for today, too. Oh, fuck. I didn't play it. Oh, I thought you did. No, damn that's it! I, I was saying like a, I played it. Mind, especially for today. Uh, fuck! Um, I should. That's crazy. That's that's a little much to put <laughs> him on the a, list already. It it's like his, a, it's like his second or third season. It has to be like a hundred some attempted or something that's, like that. It doesn't, it doesn't say what it's weighted on. It, I mean, that's pushing it. It'll correct itself. That's why I said you're never getting. It. <laughs> that's pushing it. No, that's a little. The other two guys, Joe Harris, Seth Curry. I get it. That's a little much. Do you have any quick hits? I have several quick hits. We better hustle. Oddly enough, about an hour. Oddly enough, all baseball themed. Well, let's just rush through them then. Yeah. Shout out to Kelsey Whitmore, becoming the yeah. first woman to start a game in Atlantic League in Atlantic League history, uh, which is the which is uh, the first time a woman has played in a league associated with the MLB. Uh, she started for, started bat, uh, batting ninth and played left field for the Staten Island Ferry Hawks. So, shout out Kelsey Whitmore, double the week. Of the week. Um, shout out to Clayton Kershaw, Dodgers all-time strikeout leader. Um, just wanted to give him a shout out. Just now claimed that. Just now claimed it. I mean, I guess they are the Dodgers. Maybe I don't know. Maybe if he had gone a little farther in some playoffs and you know not choked. Um, here's an interesting one, Jordan. Here are some rules and changes that A Rod would make if he were commissioner for a day that he put out there. Make the strike zone more wide and less tall. No. Uh, I see where he's going. He said illegal defense, two and two, one foot on dirt. Yeah, banning the shift. I don't like banning the shift, but whatever. That's up there. These are both reasonable so far. Open the cameras up for all 60 batting cages. Access from your phones. Give people more content. No. (laughs) No. No. One more time. He wants cameras uh, accessible pretty much at all times for all 60 batting cages. What do you mean all six? It just batting. says all 60 batting cages. I'm assuming is that how I don't I don't know. Is that how many there are in? Oh, I mean, it would, it would make sense if every stadium had two, one for yeah. the visitor, one for the home team. Why though? Like to I know why 
That seems like a marginally cool thing to do during a broadcast. Like they look down, oh, hey, here's Salvador Perez getting some cuts. Yeah. Like that wouldn't be that cool. I don't know. That seems like a weird thing to put on your platform. It's like, I'm going to run for president and we're going to fix that pothole at Nike, yeah. Kentucky. Yeah. Like that's a very small thing to be like essentially running on. 10 uh, pitchers max on the roster limit the amount of call-ups. Wait, what was the one before call-ups? That's it's part of the same thing. Oh. 10 pitchers max on the roster what? limit the amount of call-ups. No. 10 pitchers? 10 pitchers. Tommy John, A-Rod must have invested some kind of Tommy John surgery tech <laughs> that only he knows about because yeah. holy shit, that's a bad idea. <laughs> or does... Is it possible that he meant 10 relief pitchers? It just says 10 pitchers max. Because a lot roster. of teams had 10 relief pitchers with the expanded rosters. And that would also limit the number of call-ups because you wouldn't be swapping relievers. Every this day. says 10 pitchers max. That's uh, that's no vetoed. Um, yeah. Is that and it? then it's partially the screenshot that this is from, from like MLB Network or something. It's partially covered. But I'm gonna gonna guess it says something like in between inning entertainment, like NFL halftime and NBA shows. No, it just says something entertainment like NFL halftime and NBA shows. Where? Maybe Where? maybe you like replace the seventh inning stretch for a whole show. No, it, it would have to be like a red panda type thing. Like it could. But even concert. then, that's still like 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's no, that's no, no. Most overrated baseball player of all time coming up with the most o- dumbest rules for being commissioner. I thought Derek Jeter was the most overrated baseball player. They both time. are. Mm-hmm. They can't. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, next one. So um, Max Scherzer getting a little old. Dare we say? Um, he came up. He re-answered some questions. That he answered, I guess, probably when he was coming into the league or something like that. Um, so, Jordan, I want to ask you the same questions, and I'm, I'm not going to give a time frame. It's going to be whenever I remember again and whenever I feel a good set number of time has passed, we'll ask you these questions again and do the same thing to see if your favorite things have changed like Max Scherzer's favorite things have changed. Okay. So, Jordan, who's your favorite college basketball team? The Kansas Jayhawks. Interesting. Scherzer went from Scherzer went from Kentucky to Duke. Um, that's bad. Yeah, kind of a loser. And he Who's went your... to Mizzou, dork. Yeah, he's a real dork. Um, don't, I, I mean, I, I didn't say that, Max. Don't don't find me. <laughs> um, dream date. Anya Taylor Joy. That's a great pick. That's a great pick. She makes me want to smoke cigarettes so bad. Right. <laughs> uh, but you already do. Um, okay. Again. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Slanderous libel. Anyway, he went from Britney Spears to rather not answer. <laughs> Guy like me would have said my wife, but you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, he has three kids or anything. <laughs> right. Hobbies. What are your favorite hobbies, Jordan? Uh, sports, music, television, and smoking cigarettes. Yeah, oh, we know. Uh, he went from video games, TV to parenting. That's heard. That's heard. That's not a hobby. That's a job. I know. Music. What? Just mute the word music. Let's go with artist. Let's go with artist. It just says music, but let's go with artist. Favorite artist, uh, Lord. 
Interesting. He went from Limp Biscuit to Drake. <laughs> so essentially, Max has just gotten less cool. Over so the- did America. <laughs> America also went from Limp Biscuit to Drake. Is that the last one of the questions? No, there's, there's a few more. Meal. Favorite meal? Pizza. I don't know. He stayed with Chicken Wings both. That's good. Movie. Okay, that's consistency. Movie. Favorite movie. Um, Jeez, that's a tougher one. Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I'm going to go with My Life. What? Okay. My, my Life's a movie, dude. What did Scherzer say? Uh, enemy of the State, and then now it's Gladiator. Okay. I'll allow it. Your Fine. most prized possession. My most prized possession is my podcast microphone. Interesting. I would have said my friendship, but, but whatever. Uh, he went from baseball glove to World Series trophy. I guess that's better. Baseball glove? Yeah, baseball glove. That's, I mean, maybe there's some sentimental reason behind it. I feel but like I a guy like Max Scherzer could maybe buy a new one. Maybe. <laughs> uh, and Jordan, what's your favorite sports moment from your playing days? Oh, Jesus Christ. There's so many. Um <laughs> And so many that are so recent. Um, if I had to actually your teammates lift you on your shoulder and went for he's a jolly good fellow. If I had to actually pick a favorite sports moment of all time, and it's very funny to say it like this, but it would be we were playing two on two in my neighborhood. Okay. And when the the rival the two on two rivalry with my friends and in my neighborhood was a big deal. We played the same teams every day after school, um, and because they were perfectly balanced and it w- we would always basically once it was a very intense game one night, it had gotten dark. Like our parents had time to come home. Like, okay, let's finish this game. And it was like game seven that we had played that day after school or something. And Series we're, playing tied. Kids, we're playing this kid's driveway and the ball is bouncing and it's about to go out of bounds. And I grab it and I flip it over my head to save it. And I swish it. And, Did you cl- and the ball and, was cleared. And I counted. And that went, uh, that made it 19 to 17. And then on the next possession, we scored 21 to win. Uh, you didn't make it take it? No, I'm just saying, like, the next time we got the ball back. Oh, okay. We made the game winner. Nice. Who made, made the game winner? Back. Huh? Who made the game winner? Jack, probably. Friend of the pot. Nice. Yeah, Jack and I, we had like a, we had like an offense. We ran like essentially the Princeton offense. We ran like a high ball screen option almost. Like, it was basically, we were basically like uh, I don't I don't know Showtime, sure, that works. Um, I was trying to come up with like a way to say like, without just saying we were a team because that's essentially just what we were. Like over, I played with him like for years over my entire life, so we had more chemistry than fucking uh, Max Scherzer and Limp Biscuit. Uh, <laughs> Clearly not that deep because he switched to Drake. Yeah, I guess so. Well, we got more consistency than Max uh, Scherzer and Chicken Wings. There you go. That would have been the better way to say. What are that your other quick hits, Josh? I th- that was it. Oh, that's it. Okay. Um, shit. I thought you had more. Um, okay. Well, Am I supposed to have more? I'm sorry. No, you just said I got a bunch and you had like three. No, I said I have I have a few and they're all baseball themed and I had four. Sure. Any other thoughts for the pod? I play. I mean, I feel like I feel like I'm being criticized here for the lack of quick hits. No, you're not. I, not, I just I, thought I, you. I, I just thought you had more. Half of my quick hits in the series of this, in the history of the show, are Scotty Barnes played. What do you think I'm supposed to do now? I'm dry for content. 
I thought you were telling me the other last week that the Scottish Barnes victory tour was going to keep going. I mean, it will, but he's not playing right now, so there's no news. Fair. Um, you want me to talk about his exit interview? Oh, and I feel like I should update you on my progress on MLB The Show. Oh, please do. Uh, when I got fired by the Royals, I accepted the job with the Padres. Oh, interesting. But then the Padres were really good, and it wasn't very much fun because it wasn't realistic that I took over, so I quit. And I just started a new franchise with the Rockies. Interesting. I was thinking, the I was hunt trying to for think October like, continues. I was trying to think like what team in baseball is in like the worst position. Orioles. The Orioles have a lot of prospects. The Rockies don't have any. Prospects. Yeah, but the Orioles are going to mess it up. Probably. Because they're the Orioles. But they have a lot of, they have like one of the better farm systems in baseball. I almost did the Diamondbacks. That would be fun. Cattell Marte. Cattell Marte is a beast. Um, ultimately, I went with the Rockies because like they haven't been good ever in my lifetime versus the Diamondbacks won a World Series. Um, I mean, but in 2001, so not, not really your lifetime. Right. But. Um, and all it took was debatably the greatest pitcher from the last like 20 years. <laughs> who, uh, Randy. No, I was trying to think of somebody funny, Josh. Dickhead. Ubaldo Jimenez. When are you going to think of someone funny? David Wells. He threw a perfect game while drunk. There you go. Who was that um, dude in the 70s that was like on? Doc Ellis. Yeah, Doc Ellis. You didn't even need to say it. I knew exactly what you were getting at. <laughs> threw a perfect game on acid or maybe a no hitter. Um, you know, is that for the athletics? Doc Ellis? Yeah. Some reason I wanted to say Giants. Uh, no, he's on the Pirates. He was on Pirates. The Pirates. Pirates. I feel I, like, yeah. You've heard him tell the whole story, right? Yeah. That he like fucked up and forgot that it was Tuesday or he thought it was Monday or whatever. And so he was rolling on acid and he got like a phone call saying like, bro, you got you to gotta pitch today. <laughs> and he went out there and he had, did literally the thing that like no one else can ever do. But didn't he have like 20 walks? <laughs> I don't know. He still threw a perfect game, man. <laughs> No, it wouldn't have been a perfect game then. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it was a no-hitter. Um, David Wells. I'm pretty oh, was sure, it a perfect game? Holy shit. I thought nope, it was a no-hitter, no-hitter. Look up David Wells because he – I'm pretty sure he said that he went out like the night before and got blasted and ate like a bucket of fried chicken. Oh, yeah. And he came, and he like woke up in like a malaise the next day because he didn't think, he didn't realize they had a day game. And they were like, yeah, so-and-so's hurt. Like you got you to gotta make a start in like an hour and a half. Um, um, to be fair, that was just the normal conditioning regimen for like Babe Ruth. That's true. Um, also, Doc Ellis walked eight batters and hit another during that game. If I gave you one, no hitter. if I put you on the pitching mound against Babe Ruth for one at bat, does yep. he hit a home run against you? A home run? No. Does he? What stadium? Like a modern MLB stadium or like Not Yankee the polo stadium? Grounds. Not the polo grounds. Um, Kauffman Stadium. Where? No, not Kauffman. It's big and hard to hit homers there. Uh, Fenway Park. Ooh. Hmm. Is he left-handed? Does it matter? Yeah. I don't know. Yankee Stadium. Oh, Yankee Stadium. No, that's a little league field. He'll he'll hit a home run. Um. Do you think David Wells did have a perfect game? By the way, if you put he'd what he did have a. Yeah, he was drunk through a perfect game. Struck out. Okay, against the Twins, though. So, eh. More pitchers. Oh, by the way, I was thinking more about it, and I think the Pirates are the Kings slash Jaguars of baseball. Yeah. Because we, we asked that last week. Maybe the Reds. 
Reds were Reds now because the Reds have been very good before. Yeah, they have, but they have multiple championships. Yeah, but what if we only count from the time that like the Kings existed? They they last they, they won a World Series in two thousand. Uh, depends if you go all the way back to the Kansas City Kings. No, let's go Sacramento Cincinnati Royals. Let's go Sacramento. Just in Sacramento, I mean, isn't that only like the seventies? A long time. The Reds were pretty damn good in like the seventies and eighties. Yeah. I think it's but, the Pirates because the Pirates are largely incompetent and they haven't been good in our lives. But they've, they've won a World Series. Yeah, in like the know. 50s. Bill Mazeroski or whatever. Is it the Mariners? Like they, they've had chances, but they just never capitalize on them? The, the Jags and Kings were never – they've never they never had a year where they won the most games ever. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> – would. That's a hell be, of a parameter. It might be the Rockies. Could be the Rockies. Could be the Rangers. No, no. They lost back-to-back World Series. The Rangers, I feel like, are more. They also like, had one of the biggest chokes in World Series history. The Rangers, I feel like, are more like the Atlanta Falcons. Padres. Yeah, They've never won. Maybe the Padres are too good right now, though. It doesn't. Mm. The Nationals, if they did, they're the same the team they tried out there last year that collapsed. Yeah, it also might just be Oakland, but like Peterson was saying last week, Oakland's been good. Mm-hmm. There are only six teams that have never won a World Series. It could also be Kansas City if we didn't have like that three-year good stretch, or if like yeah, but I mean, st- statistical, like, statistical anomalies don't free you from. Or if like we suck for another decade, maybe you could we could make a case for it. Um. All right. Well, do you have any anything else here, Josh? I think I'm. I think I'm good for now. I mean, just gonna be listening to this episode in the checking like for audio issues in the office. That's crazy. Oh, tomorrow crazy. morning. Yeah. Well, I mean, Early. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just thought of something to say, but it's slipping my mind now. Oh, um, Futures album came out last weekend. Did you listen to it at all? Mid. Really? I have only heard a couple songs and they seem it, fine. It was just a future album where it was like, okay, this is all starting to blend together. Future has all right. That's like, okay, that song is pretty good. And then you're like, oh, there's seven more songs. Future hasn't put out like a consistent front to back album since Hendrix. No, yeah. He's not an album guy. No, he's put out an album with 19 songs and there'll be six good ones. Yeah. There'll be two like great songs. There'll be six solid songs. I mean, hey, that's a pretty good clip. Mm. As long as you put out an album every year, which he does. Yeah. I mean, if you put out an you album got Jack every year, Harlow this week, right? Is it, is it this week? I was going to say, Future was last week. Harlow's this week. Kendrick's Kendrick the week after. Week. Um, Jack's. We get well, We're going to be able to argue quality, but Jack, unless he swings and misses on this, Jack's about to blow up. Yeah, he's already kind of blown up. But this doesn't have. I the writing isn't on the wall for this one. That like big day had no. of maker of make or break. Like Harlow is already a big deal and everybody likes him. But if this album delivers and if there's like a smash hit on it, he could be like a household name. Oh, here, here's some fun. Uh, I bought tickets for Lil Nas X. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, I'm pissed. He's not coming fun. to Kansas City or anywhere near Kansas City. He'll announce some more dates. He already added dates. Where, for, are you seeing him in Chicago? I am. When is it? Isn't it not for like a while? September. Okay. There's two shows in Chicago and two shows in Detroit because they've already like sold out so fast. Yeah. So maybe he'll add some more dates along the way. Who knows? What kind of is, is he at an arena? Um, no, it was just a, I forget, let me, 
theater. It was just a, it, it wasn't like the United Center. Right, but some kind of theater. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm wondering. The Byline Bank Aragon Ballroom. I'm going to look up and see what. The, I don't know where you went and saw Lord, so I didn't know. That was at the Chicago Theater. Yeah, no, this is just the. It's just the capacity a, of this is 5,000. Of the Aragon? Yeah. That's not bad. And the capacity of the Midland in Kansas City is 3,000. What about the Granada? Like 1,000. <laughs> Uptown Theater. Hey, little Yachty, Yachty went there. Like He had a smash hit out. I mean. Oh, Yachty at, Yachty at the Granada will forever be the most hyped concert I ever attend. Because that was at, that was the most perfect moment of all time to see Lil Yachty live in concert. Yeah, it, it was it was a great moment in history. Like if if Lil Yachty came to the Granada now, it would still be a very hype show, but it would not be that hype. Yeah, I touched. It Yachty's also character. like there was enough people there that like probably hadn't heard of him. Yeah, well, there are probably enough people there who are like, oh, I know that one song. I am still mad for forever that. Uh, the DMX show was so close to graduation because that's what yeah. kept me from going to it. And if I, I, I mean, obviously, if I knew he was going to be dead soon, I absolutely would have gone. But right. with it being so close to graduation, I was like, you know, hey, I, I can't a, put it in. <laughs> I got a bone to pick. Uh, if you live in Lawrence or Kansas City and work in the music biz and are a promoter oh. for venues, you need to stop being horrible at your job <laughs> because no good, con- not no. Very few good concerts are coming here. So many artists announce tours and they don't even come to Kansas City. Lawrence, I get, but like Kansas City's not easy. No excuse, yeah. Kansas City's like if, like back in the day, like before, it's probably I don't know, but before COVID, like if like Lawrence had a steady stream of shows. You know what the problem is? You know what I bet the problem is? What when all these managers and you know uh, booking people are scrolling through their Rolodex. They're probably trying to call the Sprint Center. No one answers. <laughs> that's, that's the problem, I bet. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. Um, no, it just sucks because, like, it used when I was in school, it would be like every two or three months there was a cool concert that I wanted to go to. And now I look at the poster and, like, there's a name. Like, Kyle was in Lawrence a couple weeks ago. You know Kyle? Yeah. I Spy. Yeah, and I, I considered see. going just because I was like, oh, like, he's the first name of someone that i like that's come to lawrence in months although I, saba is coming this upcoming weekend and i'm trying to maybe get off work to go to that but i don't <laughs> know if it's gonna be possible um but if that yeah, is but, all, huh? i mean john mulaney's coming to peoria kansas city i should go to that um yeah. if that I got is some tickets that, to st louis i actually have to get rid of you want to just give it to me for free no but you can buy them at face value how much was his value? I forget off the top of my head. We can discuss later. Okay. Because like we were, we like my mom, sister, and I were going to go to the St. Louis show, but then mm. like a month later, he said, "I'm going to Peoria." We were like, "Well, shit." <laughs> but like, crazy. it's so weird. Ticketmaster like won't let me sell them. They saying they're not available for resale, but like I can transfer them. So I don't know. Uh, I might just buy it from you, but if not, I did that in the past, and you list it on StubHub. And then after you sell it to the guy on StubHub, it's they have like a intermediary where like you send it to the guy and like you don't get paid and he doesn't get the ticket until both have been sent. I don't know about none of that. I was just gonna figure like, it out, make a make guy, a claim like, on the insurance or something like that because I did buy insurance. So like, yeah. Or like you go to you like you go to StubHub and you list you have a ticket and you sell it. And then once you sell it, the guy sends the money to StubHub. 
And then you send the ticket to StubHub via the Ticketmaster app, and then they swap it. And like, you don't get your shit until you. But like, it's not eligible for resale. No, but you're just transferring it on Ticketmaster. And then the sale is handled by. This is the worst audio content ever for a podcast. (laughs) Just cut that part out. No, I'm leaving it because that's. No, cut that out because what what if I make a claim on the insurance and they listen to this and they're like, ha, gotcha. (laughs) All right. If that happens, you owe me the money for all the tickets. Thank you all for listening to the 29th episode of the Long Relief Podcast. If only this this podcast was sponsored by SeatGeek. It's unofficially sponsored by ticketsforless.com. What about Um, game time? That too. Uh, Josh, you want to plug socials? Uh, Yeah, please sure to follow at at Long Relief Cast, at by Jordan Wolf, at Ashman Josh. Um, Please leave a rating wherever you may be listening. Um, follow the show, unfollow the show, follow it again, see what happens. Uh, those numbers. Let's cook the books. Um, yeah, let's cook the books. We're, hey, people have been cooking <laughs> this, the books for years. It's time for official, us to <laughs> the official podcast of Dan Snyder Accounting. <laughs> um, okay, thank you all for listening. We will catch you in the next one next week. It'll be our 30th episode. Um, that's a big milestone. So we're going to have a huge, drink. giant show planned with some guests and some giveaways. Be sure to tune in for that. Um, and yeah, may God bless us and our families and Josh's gardening and Azula and to a lesser extent, Zuko. Wow. No, you ain't you, you ain't you ain't treating my son like that. Oh, my God. Wait, real quick. I had Zuko outside on like the tether, you know, like the, the, in our backyard since it's unfenced. You know, he was tied up. Yeah. Uh, I had tennis ball, and like he catches the tennis ball in his mouth three times in a row, Jordan. Three times in a row. I threw it to him. He booped off his nose, and it, I caught it. I played catch with my son, and my son's a dog. <laughs> I love three, that. Three times in a row, he threw the ball back to me. <laughs> I love that. Um, we will leave you with that visual, folks. Imagine Josh having a nice catch with his four-legged son. (laughs) Um, Thank you. May God bless us all. And may God bless our troops. (laughs) See ya.